Oh, thank you. talking about Taoism, right? And we just got through watching a video of Taoism. Yes, we just got done watching a very wise, one, profound one video about Taoism. Okay, so before you jump into at least a couple of things, I mean, can you help explain to us what, what at least what you got from that video of what Taoism is? So, the video gave an, again, I don't know what Taoism is. I know what this guy says is something in Taoism. The idea is, just for people who know what the video is, in case they want to watch it. Yeah, it's, um, link in the description. It's Taoism, the Art of Not Trying by Einzel Gunger. I think that's how you say it. It's a German guy. Uh, yeah, episode link in the description. I mean, a uh, YouTube link for the video in the episode Basically, it's his reflection on what is something in Taoism. I don't know if this is the art of not trying is like the optimal thing. He made it sound like the goal of Taoism is to revert to a state of being totally still and not trying, not adding mm -hmm. unnecessary things to one's life outside of what is naturally mm -hmm. just there, right? Right. So, one of the concepts that he talks about is how you're unlearning things. And you're sort of breaking down things you already know. Mm -hmm. So you get a place of stillness and nothingness. Mm -hmm. So you're not doing anything. Right. You're not trying to do anything. Because when you're trying to add something unnatural, well, deemed as unnatural, then that is against nature and so you should not do it. It's mm -hmm. the root of all conflicts. Right. And he was saying right. with that aspect of against nature, he was saying these man-made um right these man-made uh what's the word for it i'm, I'm i think i'm still a little accidentally tipsy these man-made concepts or ideals of how things should be the parameters that people set for the way the world should work right so that's what he was saying and what i got from the video is obviously i think it's important for folks to you know look into Taoism themselves um, don't just take our word for it but you can kind of get an idea of what we're talking about of you know a little bit of what the video what encompasses. Yeah. So what I got from it is, you know, basically like that when trying becomes trying to control. Sure. That's what I got from it. And I mean, yeah, that's so true. For example, like when he said trying to be, for example, trying to be happy, you know, it's like we're working towards, um, Oh, for example, like millions of dollars, and then that'll make me happy eventually. But it's like in that process, you know, it's kind of like we're kind of like losing some happiness. And then it's like once we get to that part of like fulfillment, it's temporary. Well, there's a quantifiable conditionality behind happiness. And what happens. is quantifiable conditionality? It means there is a certain amount of something that we're looking for to mm -hmm. be happy because we think that will make us happy mm -hmm. so in the instance of money it's like oh well everything will be better and i'll be happy when i make one hundred thousand dollars a year like it's just a set number of something mm -hmm. like oh when i have a person in my life 
that I can, you know, their spouse, like, then I'll be happy. That's right, quantifiable. Right. You know, you're looking for set things. Um, and I think the idea is you're trying against maybe what the, the natural way of things might have in store for you. So mm. you're trying to, to capture things that you don't have control of. It kind of reminds me of Western Stoicism a lot. In that, that you can only control what is within your control. Mm. And when you're trying to control things that you don't have control of, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Mm -hmm. And when yeah. you're looking, I think the other thing he was saying by that, and I think maybe what the Taoists are saying, and I don't know what they're saying, but I think the idea is that happiness is not the objective but contentness, contentness, right? So like one thing that happiness. I always say is that happiness is just a byproduct of circumstance, but Ooh. fulfillment is a state of being. So wow. you can be happy and underneath that happiness, if you're not fulfilled with your life, what's left when you're not happy Right. You know, it's terrible. It's awful. Right. Yeah. And you think, well, all I got to do is be happy I, I think the problem is you're trying too hard to be happy that you're not addressing the core reality that you're not fulfilled with where you are. Mm -hmm. Because you can be sad but be fulfilled and that fulfillment brings you through the sadness. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know what to say to that. I mean, you probably pretty much summed it up i was just i'm just here to listen um something that because this the video went over the whole concept of Taoism has many aspects to it from what i just learned from the video um and one thing that i like that he said was how um how the earth just makes things nothing is prettier or uglier the only reason why it's prettier or uglier is because we as humans have passed judgment mm -hmm. on it and it's just like but there there innately is just no there was no oh this is pretty or this is ugly it just was it just is mm -hmm. what it is you know nothing's prettier or uglier than it's just is but the reason why we can say oh that tree i don't like the way that tree looks is because we pass judgment and that is ugly. So it's just like this man-made ideals and these labels that um, not just humankind, but just societies and cultures can place on certain things. Um, and that can bring about, you know, judgments. And it's just like everybody has a different judgment. And then we have all this conflict going on as well, you know, because everyone has different judgments. Um, and so I forgot where I was going with this. But I think I made a, I think I was able to, you know, express that a little bit of like, you know, um, you know, yeah, th our man-made definitions of good and evil, you know, that also comes into play. Our, and, and that can go into like, oh, my culture says this is good, but my culture says this is evil. You know, for example, like it can be the culture of a household, you know, like if you have a someone who's like a hardcore Republican, you know what I mean? Are you going to hear in that house is a lot of times, you know, oh, Democrat bad, you know? So it's just like, that's evil. And then 
what you're taught is good, you know, however, there are a lot of things that just are. And that's why, at least for me, I, I hope this is making sense. Whatever, it's making sense to me, honestly. I'm just satisfied with that. Um, but something that, like, I take a little comfort in, um, co-host Alex, who's also a fan favorite, and who just graduated today with his psychology degree. We love it. Um, something that I take comfort in is when I see, like, different societies have view, let's say, for example, um, gosh, I don't know. How about this? When, when there is, when society views one thing, well, okay, when there's one thing being viewed and then there's multiple societies that have, you know, their different um, opinions on it of like, oh, this is good. And then you got like several other societies over here or countries that are like, oh, this is bad. Then you got several more. There's like, no, this is good. You know, I'm just like, mm, there goes that, that man-made definition of like good and evil. I feel like we place judgment on things and we just can call anything good or evil based off how we feel, based on how we were taught, if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, you're conditioned largely by your culture to add or society because there's yes, just, yeah. Sure. You're you are largely Societies. built by your environment. There we go. To think about things in a certain way, right? That's where we get our biases from, largely from our environment and from our experiences within those environments. Um, and so I think what this guy was saying with his interpretation of Taoism, right, was that there is danger in dichotomy, and that is there's danger to assigning two opposite values to something, right? right? So it can be dangerous. I would say, to some degree, though, it is natural that we make some sorts of value distinctions with things. Yes. So one of the things we do to learn how to navigate the world is we make assessments on if things are dangerous or if they're not dangerous. And right. We do that based on experiences. And so one of the one of the concerns I might have is saying that nothing it, it the nothing is good or bad. It just is mm-hmm. is that and that it's unnatural to make assignments of good or bad. Right. Um, the argument I would make is that naturally we do make those judgments of good or bad mm-hmm. as we learn to navigate the world. It doesn't necessarily have to be when a dog bites us when we're young. Right. It is not culture telling us dogs are bad, they bite you. That's mm-hmm. your experience. And you learn to avoid dogs right. and be afraid of them. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. But when, experiences can shape a culture and change a culture. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely they do. Because now the danger might be, well, Everybody in this culture got bitten by a dog. So now all dogs are bad. And we hate mm. dogs. Yeah. Right? So that's where it gets dangerous is when you scale it up. Right. Into right. a societal level. And yeah. you remove the concept of impartiality. Mm-hmm. Because... If, and what is impartiality for those of us who don't know? And by us, I do mean me. To be impartial means um, you don't view things as either or right there's no right so you're given like there's, so no, there's favor, no bias right there's no bias okay. right there's no bias you don't have a favorableness towards right it's any particular fair thing. right yeah um, okay. it's equal 
It's equal. Oh, right. oh I like that. So that's why he's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so I think there might be some value in local, uh, I need to stop speaking like that. There is some value in being individual, like in individual value assessments. Mm -hmm. So like in your own life, if you experience something like, oh, I ate this like mushroom from the forest. Not mushroom. Like, yeah, that could that's a good thing to say, well, these are bad, I shouldn't eat them. Not mm-hmm. that they are bad, morally, right. but just, I shouldn't consume them, right? Right. And that's okay. Um, and on the idea of subjective morality cross-culturally, mm-hmm. I think we do see a lot of cultures that have similar values. Mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. There are lots of similar values to where there are not similar values. So... Cross-culturally, generally, theft is bad. Mm-hmm. You don't steal, mm-hmm. right? Cross-culturally, murder is bad. But you not every murder. culture. depends on like who you're murdering. Tell me, mm-hmm. what culture mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. murder allowed? And if you're gay. In what culture... We're not going to say that right now. I'm not going to say that right now. I'm not going to say that right now. Okay. Go for it. Because, so, I, I mean, this is heard all over the world. This podcast is all uh, heard all over the mm-hmm. world. And I, I don't want to, though this is vulnerability time, we can say whatever the fuck we want on here. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to, I think that it's fair enough that I just say that this is a reality that, you know, sure. when it comes to certain people, mm-hmm. murder is more acceptable. Sure. Um, but I don't want to, like, because of the sake of the podcast, not because... We can't say anything because y'all know this is unfiltered, unedited, raw, and cut. But it's just the fact that you know I don't want. I don't want to single out certain, okay. sure. um, you know, groups of people. That's what I don't want to sure. do. Okay. So, so that's the reason why I'm not really going to say that much. But you know, there are a couple of cultures where you know, um, and I've read some heartbreaking information, you know, over the years about like you know how, um, if you're gay, I mean, you can get like stoned in public and. You know, and it's not just hearsay. I ain't heard anyone say it. That's all I did was read it a lot. You know, um, I know that it's, I'm not going to say this country because um, it's a popular country, but there is a country where, you know, um, if you say that you were raped, you'll get punished. And a lot of times that leads in death. You know, um, I know, right? Hard to believe. Hard to believe. I wish this was a hearsay thing, but I read a couple cases, you know, and, and it's like the two out of the three that I read happened in broad daylight in front of everyone and mm-hmm. nothing happened. You know, now here in America, you're not really going to get away with that. You know what I mean? You're going to mm-hmm. have a lot of people speaking up, but there are cultures where just like, oh, okay, well, yeah, you're, you're gay. Oh, well, you know? So yeah, the world is that fucked up, Alex. The world can be that fucked up. I don't sure. know if it's hard for you to believe that no, right now. No, it doesn't. What if it's just I like, don't put it past. Mm, I don't okay. put it past. I was like, I'm not talking on my ass. To do things <laughs> like that. No. Yes. So I, I think what I, what's, what also, you know, um, I want to get at with this is, it's important. Um, it's what you said is very important. You know, um, I also think um, going along with that, alongside that, that is also very important to realize that you know maybe our taught quote-unquote evils or bad things 
maybe like mm-hmm. why do we think it's that way Are, do we think it's that way because we were taught or like what is it because i mean i was taught all republicans are evil because i mean obviously i was raised in a democratic household you know and so it's just like but going out in the real world i'm like you know why do i think that i'm up here mm-hmm. passing judgment on them on anyone who i you know identifies with republican passing judgment on them you know um and I'm like, wait, why do I even strongly dislike them? I wouldn't say I hate them. I would say I just strongly hate no, hated them. I would say I strongly disliked them for a while because that's all I was taught. And I'm thinking, oh, this is evil. This is evil. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, that's not really fair. Cause I mean, mm-hmm. that's not that's not fair. You know, and I'm just mm-hmm. like, so a lot of the good and evil that we do know, I'm just like. Let's just check and see where that comes from. Mm-hmm. And first. that's very valuable. I think yeah. we should, everybody and, should and take I, time to dismantle. And I, I'm sure, you know, people can like relate to that to, you know, you know, other areas in their life. For example, like um, hating gay people or something like that, you know, just, you know, just because you were taught something, you know, um, you know, and I'm sure people can like bring up religion and stuff like that. Um, but people have bring up religion against Republicans and Democrats as well. They bring up religion against you each other. You can use religion to hate anything. You can do religion to hate anything. You can do religion to manipulate anything, unfortunately. Um, yeah, so that's why I wanted to say because I forgot to say that. But I had to say that. Sure. I didn't plan to say to, that. That's but, valuable to bring up. Yeah. Like, and that's the next part, right? Is when we do have those dichotomies and those values that we assign to things, we should question why. Right. And we should question the value of those assessments. Right. So because it's not bad to right. question. Questioning is, mm-hmm. I know we're we're taught that questioning could be a bad thing, but I'm just like, I mean, you can find, you you can be when you get your answer or answers, you know, it can really like solidify your knowledge in something, if that makes sense. Uh, how about this? Questioning, it can also help open up the mind because you can also learn a lot more things that you didn't know, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it's just like, like for me, like, though I was a skeptical atheist, skeptical atheist, you know, I always questioned, is God real? <laughs> you know, I always questioned it. I was like, ain't no fucking way that motherfucker's real. I was like, hell no, you know? Um, and it's like, because I've been like shown by him physically, face to face, that he's real, you know, that questioning is put to the side. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's not even on the side, it's just off the table. But it's just like, you know, it's kind of like, I feel like that's a bad example, but it kind of like solidifies my, um, it, okay, it's kind of like a foundation, right? Like, if you're just believing something blindly, you know, or, you know, or believe in something because you were taught it, you know, I see it like a, a seed or plant planted in sand, you know, um, it could just blow over because it's just so blindly, it's just more um, susceptible to... It's not to, firmly rooted in anything right. substantial, it's just kind of there because you're told to have Right, so I'm feeling like the questioning is when you can dig in the ground, get the substance, get that soil... You know, it's like once you find what you're looking for or other things that you're looking for, you're just more, you know, rooted in something. 
Does that make sense? Right. Well, and I think like, a warning to give to that is because what if like what if like you're having tons of doubt in your head? Mm-hmm. It's just like face these questions. Right, but this is the other part of that too. Is if one is to do that, they need to do it from a position of impartiality, mm. because a lot of times when somebody is looking at the things that they have been taught to believe, they might do research that looks for ways to validate the things that they were told instead of looking at both sides. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. So that's one of the things, too, is when people are looking for those answers mm-hmm. in life and they're questioning their biases and where they come mm-hmm. from, is they don't look at both sides of the coin. They just look for the thing that validates their point. Right. Right. So it's like when you're writing an essay in school mm-hmm. and like when you're when you're a child and I tell you to write a persuasive essay oh yeah you know, you're only doing the research that guides you to validate your point right you're not looking to change your view right or really question your view right you're just looking to reinforce what you already uh, yeah. know right? yeah and that's why like I tell you a lot I'm like Alex like on a specific topic I'm like Alex I do bi- I've done biased and unbiased biased and unbiased research Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, yes. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that that's really cool, and you know, I'm I'm saying this not throwing, you know, any like shade at, um, but it's just yeah, you know, I think it is important to do biased and unbiased research. That's why I'm like, be very careful, like, like we're well, like for example, let's be honest, like Fox and MSNBC, two bias ends of the spectrum. It's just mm-hmm. like they're saying things that are just reinforcing, you know, what we were already taught or, you know, whatever side that we grew up with, you know, mm. politically. How about that? Um, but it's like, you know, um, it, it's, it's like you're not really learning anything because you're not being challenged, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, our Holy Spirit already taught me that. But I like the words that you use. You're like challenge does not come. I mean, a lot of the times, knowledge does not come without challenge. It's like challenge is necessary for knowledge. Right. There's a lot that you, a lot of wisdom. There's just a lot that you can learn and gain from a challenge. Right. And I think it's just letting the challenge happen upon you rather than mm-hmm. trying to fight it. Oh, so, going back to Taoism, kind of. So going back to the topic, I think what Taoism and this guy's interpretation was saying is that maybe we shouldn't even be having this conversation right now. Maybe we shouldn't be questioning anything, and we should just be reverting to totally nothing. So, like, if none of these ideas were put in our head, mm-hmm. we'll just get rid of them because somebody put them there. Right. It's a man-made thing, so we don't need it. We're getting rid of it. Right. And it's this reversion to a natural state without those biases that were planted right. in the sand, right? It's just, let's just kick everything out. We're not going to question, you know how to think about it we're just going to be like did somebody put it there is this man made and eh, it's gone right so you're unlearning things to revert to just a natural nothing right, right. you're just a being in the world yeah you know that's, that's what they that's i think yeah. what this guy is interpreting the Taoists are saying with this right principle. that's something like really interesting because um something that because i actually wrote a second book um, but I wasn't the only one that wrote it, but it got published, so I don't tell the tell no one about that, because, um, but anyways, long story short, um, the poem, 
uh, that I wrote in it. Um, it's something that Holy Spirit had showed me. Um, and it's kind of going off what you were just saying. You know, like, when we're like a child, you know, it's just like there's a, there can be, there can be a sense of freedom. Mm -hmm. You know, um, you know, like if you're like two, three years old, I mean, there's just a sense of just being. You just are. You're just being. You know what I mean? Um, I'm going to make it make sense, I promise. Um, I know someone out there understands it. I'm trying to remember being two or three years old. Oh, well, just children, you just look at them, you know, the, the responsibilities of the world ain't, it's not on them, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and it's just like, when we're adults, or growing up, I was like, aren't we just trying to get back to aspects that we had as a child? That freedom, that just kind of like, carefree, just being, just are. Sure, the just playfulness, the, the just genuine enjoyment. Yeah, things. I was just like, are we sure. all not just children, anyways, that are just being forced to be more than that because of these all these man-made societal and cultural just labels or things that you should be or things that you have to be? You know, it's just kind of like, what about just me? Who am I? Who am I outside of these things that you tell me? I should be or that I have to be you know what I mean like that's I, I, you know I have my um ups and downs when it comes to the schooling system but like you know um I, I there was something I had saw on the internet today and it was basically saying how like and this is going to go into my point you know how school um it doesn't teach thinkers it teaches it, it doesn't promote thinkers it promotes doers mm -hmm. you know and i'm just like it they're like it doesn't promote they also said it doesn't promote thinkers it just promotes workers and i was like yeah you know i'm just like well, wait like who are we without all of that you know who are we just in general what are our true like desires like what really what makes us happy is it gardening you know what i mean i just wish that um, we lived in a non-corrupted world and I'm not talking about current world I'm just saying just the world in general has just been corrupted um, but I, it would it would be nice to see like a world that you know was conditioned and brought up on Taoism um, if anything could be close to perfect I'm not saying anything be perfect but if I, if I could have one wish I, if I could have one wish, I would wish to have many other wishes. There we go. But let's say if I couldn't do that, you know, I think Taoism would be like a great aspect because I feel like it kind of, it can kind of help more with just people just being and just learning who they are without having to try to be something they're not. Well, that's the other thing I think the guy mentioned that we haven't talked about yet. Is right. The art of not trying. You're not trying to be anything. You're not trying to understand who you are. You're just being on autopilot. Right. You're not giving any effort to those things. Right. There's Which no, is the Taoism. You're no. There's no intellectual yeah. pursuit. Right. It's just existing with mm -hmm. nothing. It's just reverting. To he being, said within the middle. He's all like. He says not too far out path. your means, but not. Right. Yeah. He be says, as humble as you can. Yeah. Don't struggle with these things that you don't need to struggle with. Mm -hmm. It's just exist peacefully. No, and this is another good point, is 
you know, what was that quote? It was like, there is nothing without its opposite, right? Is basically that's the sum of what it is. So like we, the only reason that the word low has a definition is because we've identified what high is. Oh my God, I was right? just going to do that. Yeah, do, so, do, do the one, do this one. Do the, um, when people see things as beautiful, um, that is when ugliness is created. When people see things as good, that is when evil is created. Right, and the only reason, what, he, what that's saying mm-hmm. is the only reason that evil was created, quote unquote, is mm-hmm. because <laughs> we have identified good Right. And that means there must be a dichotomy. There must be something that is evil. For those of us who don't know what dichotomy is, and by us I do mean me. It's a scale of, there's, there are opposites. Mm-hmm. So there's one thing, and then on the other side of the scale there's another, another thing, thing. And that's right. a dichotomy, right? Like High, low. Positive, good, negative. Bad, positive, negative. Like the battery charges and stuff. Positive, sure. negative. Uh, well, I guess. It's positive, negative. I guess. It's more so within. <laughs> Plus, minus. Sure, sure. Um. But it's that idea of opposites, right? So um, the only reason that there's bad is because we've identified good. And the only reason that there's up is because we've identified down, Mm -hmm. right? So the only reason there's beauty is, and that means there must be some ugly, Mm -hmm. right? If something is beautiful... Something that we can judge as ugly. We now have a scale through which we measure things. Right. As beautiful or less beautiful. Yeah. Right. And that scale can be so toxic and sure. it's just mm-hmm. very unstable and it can just hurt a lot of people, including ourselves. And we can unintentionally and intentionally hurt others. Because it's like, like, I mean, like, look at look at all you see on, like, commercials. You see everyone with the same body type. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like, we're, it's kind of like we're conditioned with the judgment that this is what... Um, beauty is mm-hmm. and we know beauty because this is what beauty is not and I'm just like what the hell you know and it's just weird because it's like society is never happy society is always going to be changing and ever evolving so it's just like the beauty standard of today was not the beauty standard of 300 years ago you know there's some cultures where you know being heavier was seen as a symbol of wealth Mm-hmm. And it was seen, therefore, as more attractive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Whereas now, it's like, at least within this societal culture that we're in, um, currently here in America, you know, there's an ideal body or bodies mm-hmm. type. And it's just, I, and, you know, I feel like because of the scale that um, humankind has created, you know, money can be made. I feel like insecurities are a billion, if not trillion dollar industry. Oh, sure. One thousand percent. I mean, look at, look at the self-help industry. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. it's, it's, yes. I mean, I agree. You're gripping your water bottle, Alex. You about to throw at me? I've been holding it like this the entire time. <laughs> I've been waiting to say that. I was just fucking with you. It's funny. But yeah, I mean, that's so, that's so true. I mean, and then you know you you of course bring very great perspectives like you always do. This is why he's the he's one of the fan favorites. Um, um, look at him. He's like I'm just I'm just a humble human being. What can I say? But um, are you sleepy, bro? Not particularly. Okay, good because we gotta watch that prank call after this. <laughs> That's right. But you know, and I'd say this episode definitely has a lot to do with vulnerability because it's like. This is going to require us to think. 
and we can I'm, a lot of us can highlight areas in our life um, from hearing what a little bit of what Taoism is you know a little areas of our life that you know we um, have been taught quote-unquote good or quote-unquote evil about something and you know like Alex was saying like why do we think it is that like where's the root of that coming from you know for example like I heard someone say tradition is just peer pressure from dead people <laughs> it's so true and I was like you know is tradition telling you this and I was just like you just doing it I was like those people dead <laughs> I was like tradition submission what they're gonna do come back alive and, and, and tell you uh no I want you to I want you to um, continue to think this way because it's tradition. And then they go back to the grave. No, nah, it's just like, no, nah, it's time to it's time to grow. It's time to move, you know? Just, you know, just, I don't know. I feel like I kind of got a little contradictory to Taoism. But I think it's a very, I think it's a very unique, profound perspective. And I think there's a lot of wisdom that can be, and a lot of lessons that can be learned from it. I definitely have... I don't want to say my disagreements. Um, I just feel like I can't help but to have disagreements because um, the world we live in, this is kind of like all we know is kind of like capitalism or or this is how a society is run. We don't. I don't really mm-hmm. see a promotion um, for Taoism. Well, this is the thing is I just don't know how feasible this idea of naturally existing is. And mm-hmm. Is as humans. Fuck. I'm sorry. I do. Um. I. So what? What was I saying? I don't know how feasible this this idea is from the very limited amount of understanding I have of Taoism. Right. Um, from what this guy was saying. We did watch a very credible guy. Uh, I mean, a very credible we video. Watched, and he had very credible philosophers. I don't want y'all to think we just found this on Wikipedia or something like that. Um. We got a scholar. What was I saying? But anyways. Like, as humans, I think we naturally, just with the way we learn, we make value assessments all the time. Mm -hmm. And I think if we were to look back at early humans, they would say, no, you're not in my tribe. Get away from me. Mm -hmm. You know? They wouldn't say, oh, I'm one with the Tao. And they just kind of let everything in because not everybody does that. And that's when things kill you, right? Mm-hmm, if they weren't mm-hmm. afraid of the lion, the mm-hmm. lion would kill them. Yeah. You know? If they were not, like, I can eat that gazelle, then they wouldn't eat the gazelle, right? So mm-hmm. I think it's just not something that's feasible. It's, I think it's idealistic. Mm-hmm, and gotcha. I don't know how beneficial it would be to not challenge oneself. Right. So for some personalities, this might be useful. Mm-hmm. But then for some people, I just don't think it would work. Right, right. So. That's a good point. And That's this is from my point. limited understanding of Taoism. I'm sure if we talked to somebody who was actually a Taoist scholar, mm-hmm. you know, if we watched a video on somebody who's actually explaining the philosophy of Taoism yeah, from a Taoist perspective mm-hmm. and not just a reflection on it, then mm-hmm. I think we would get a better idea of what the religion is trying to say. It's not a religion. It's a philosophy religion. It's not it's, no damn When religion. I was learning about it in school, they always considered it a religion. I think it said philosophy. The guy's channel's about philosophy. And yes, they're philosophical principles. Yeah, that's weak. Right? At least that's what I thought the video was doing. 
Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's philosophy in it. It's like when people say, is Buddhism a religion? Mm -hmm. You know, it's a philosophy. It's a way of living. Mm -hmm. But it is religious in principle. Because here's the thing about religion is it's, it's the actions that one takes that are aspect of a belief system. Mm-hmm. So like with a Christian, they pray, you know, they go to church, they do the sacraments. These are religious behaviors. That's religion, mm-hmm. right? So with Taoists, I'm sure there are prescribed behaviors mm-hmm. and they're prescribed ways of thinking and those are religious in nature. Mm-hmm. I see what you mean. Right, so... I see what you mean. But yeah, um, well, when you put it like that, um, yeah, I think there's that that is, you do make you do bring up a good point about like you know the feasibility of it. Um, but it's like like I said, like there are certain aspects that I think are super cool to mm-hmm. take away, like the the you know the contentness and the whole trying to be something else and the whole like you know like judgments. I'm gonna keep doing this. And the whole, like, you know, what um, our man-made ideas of good and evil are mm-hmm. or how something is ugly or pretty because we decide to place judgment. Other than that, it just is what it is. Mm-hmm. But when we come in the picture. And that really sucks when we do that to humans, myself mm-hmm. included. Mm-hmm. You know? Because um, I do that, too. I ain't no... Y'all know I'm not an angel. But um, just to reiterate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know we're wrapping up. Alex, is there any last words you want to say? I mean, I know we'll see you later on in the season. But, like, I mean, you know, just your mic. In general, sometimes it is valuable to try less. But then sometimes I think it is necessary to really think about things and wrestle with things. Yeah. So... Yeah. I don't want to be cliche and just say question everything genuinely, but like, yeah. It's like, if you want to know something, it's okay to question. Because, you know, we don't just wake up right. <laughs> it's okay to question, to gain knowledge. It's Questioning is but an aspect in the process of gaining new knowledge, you know? And unfortunately, and fortunately, that comes with the uncomfort of challenge of wrestling with things, you know, of doubt. Doubt is also part of knowledge. Doubt is a part of gaining knowledge, excuse me. So it's just, a lot of things are, you know, important, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But if you want an easy life, just unlearn everything. Or just don't question or just it. not learn anything. Just, just right, don't question. You just unlearn things, and you don't learn new things, and you just exist. Yeah. Take the easiest road you can. Right, and that's what's dangerous, because it can lead people to be close-minded it could it could, it could cause a lot of things and not to just others kind but of to what the person the art of not trying is is you just oh learn things and you don't add new things mm-hmm. you only do what's necessary oh that's true that's what and the you just kind of naturally exist with nature right oh, so yeah. there's nothing anything man-made is not necessary it's not good for you mm. right? it's, for, it's 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 man-made it's useless it's not coming from nature right and that's what because, you're saying the video was saying human right? thinking and human structures cannot ever because be you don't sound right? sarcastic alex that's what i'm saying you got to clarify that you're being sarcastic <laughs> you don't sound so he's being sarcastic but but 
God, Lord. So, but I think that, yeah, that's, that's where the danger in this idea of reverting to nothingness is. And that's a good point. I didn't even see it like that. See, that's why we need For some people, this could be useful. Right. But for other people, I think it's not. And where it's dangerous for the people who this is useful for is the people for whom it is not. They can easily mm -hmm. control those for whom it is. Oh, shit. And yes. so oh. if, that's where I think it would crumble as mm -hmm. a universal yeah. thing is because it's, it's, like, it's like communism, right? It mm -hmm. looks good on paper, but it never works in real life. Right. Because people are people. Right. And they will always be people. Yeah. And we well, cannot change yeah. human right, nature. Right, right. That's right. And that's the thing that's out of our control that we need to stop trying to control. Bro, yes. Because <laughs> I, oh, you know I be trying, oh my gosh, yes. I, I be trying to control uh, human nature. Not humans, but just like outcomes. And it's, mm -hmm. Crazy. Oh, something we did forget to mention really quick, like something when it said about, you know, beating someone down to better. Um, Standing on someone else's bad ideas to basically look good. Right. To say they're bad and I'm good and they're, they're bad because they think this and I'm better than that. You know, I heard that a lot in church. Growing yeah, up, I was like, they're, we you know, don't believe what these people think. Yeah, so they're, they're other the right. worlds. So they're, they're bad the, and yeah. they're not happy because they don't know Jesus and stuff like that. And, and you know, um, it's like, wow, you have to bat, put people down in order to make yourself feel better. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Shows you who's really not happy. <laughs> you know, yeah. So that's something. Mm -hmm. Well, I think in that context, it's there. used within the competition of ideas. Mm -hmm. Right? But I think what. The, I think it was Confucius quote like it was a quote from Confucius oh, yeah. and he was Can saying that it's not useful to use other people's bad ideas to make yourself look good it's like yeah. an ego thing right right which I was doing wasn't I Alex go ahead you can throw me under the well I think you had mentioned that you had oh yeah I trust you to call me out bro you know I'm trying to grow I just want to grow. I can't say I've ever seen that necessarily, but I mean, if you say... With that situation, yeah. I was definitely... You don't think I was? I didn't... Not from how I understood or from what I understood about it. Okay. Oh, okay, you gotcha. Know, you know yourself and how you're acting with your intentions yeah. better than I do, right? No, actually, you know better than me. I'm just I don't think you. so. And some things you just know better than I about me than I know about me. I'm still learning. Still learning. Sorry, my alarm keeps going off. I'm sorry, so it's a nice song. Yes! Okay, um, so yeah, I mean, I think that's a pretty cool, you know, like, I don't know, kind of like, sneak peek into season three, you know, how season three is going to be on a different level. Yeah, I think it was a good, good talk. Yeah, different level. You have any... That's worse to say, hey, it's AA. AA for Alex. <laughs> hey, it's AA. I don't think so. Don't I mean, mute the mic or nothing like just that. Just in general, just. Mute your screen. Oh my. Like that. Hey, it's Jay. Hey, it's Bob. No, oh none my. of that. Okay. Just, just wondering. It's an All inside right. joke. Uh, <laughs> Steve, Dave, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. Oh, yeah. Also, before we, um, before I end this episode, let me, um, give a, a thank you to um the countries that are supporting and listening to this podcast um 
let me let me pull it up um because we there was like three more new countries that were added um so that's pretty cool so i want to thank the u.s obviously i want to thank the uk canada sweden croatia philippines brazil australia kenya norway india nigeria botswana belgium france vietnam u.s virgin islands italy mexico spain Ooh, Romania, Malta. Malta is so beautiful. I looked at that. I was like, Malta? I was like, oh, I got to go there. Uh, Slovakia, Japan, Guatemala, Colombia, and the Czech Republic. I want to thank y'all all so much for your support. Continue to share this podcast. Continue to give it a follow. And um, I look forward to going through season three with you all. <laughs> I'm from Texas. Going to season three from y'all. Uh, with y'all. Alrighty. No more goodbyes, Alex? You're not going to play us out with your guitar? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, good. Good, 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 because it's almost an hour. Alrighty.